TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the limitless legend himself, co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys, he's Dr. Damien Christoph. Happy New Year, Damo. Happy New Year, MP. Good to be with you, mate, in 2015. Very excited. How are you feeling? I am pumped. I'm particularly pumped because this episode is proudly brought to you by the coolest event of 2015. It is oh so close. It is The Wellness Breakthrough, three days Two nights from February 6th to 8th of inspiring, life-changing, retreating with your favorite Wellness Couch legends. There's nine of us coming to mm. the Danny Non Rangers. Go to thewellnesscouch.com for more information. Damo, I am excited about 2015, but I am underwhelmed by my lack of fellow 2015 enthusiasts. <laughs> True. There's a lack of people. I think there's so many people that are exhausted after 2014. People... Uh, wrecked after 2014. I noticed just doing a little um, buzz around with my family on Christmas Day, which you know, you know me, MP. I love yep. Christmas Day. I love it to bits. Yep. I love it. Mate, and I saw you. I saw you dressed up in your Santa inflatable at Vita. What about that one, hey? <laughs> if anyone hasn't seen that, just log on to Damo's Facebook page and see. <laughs> See 150 kilo Damien. Uh, oh, 10 ton Damo. It how was, did you do that? Oh, isn't it great? Jesse and I, I ordered them through eBay, got it on and, you know, love it. The bits has got this little fan in it, just keeps on blowing air into you all morning and you yeah. turn it. Well, obviously you've got to turn it off when you go to adjust something because you just can't get close enough to them when it's all blown up. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's a lot of fun. But anyway, I did my little whiz around. As you do, chat with everybody at the family barbecue, family Christmas, and um, and I was uh, like you, a, a bit underwhelmed. My family, um, I love them to bits, but they tend to, as a collective group, have a little bit of stinking thinking, um, as John D. Martini likes to call it, craniodigital rectalitis, and uh, and the world is often against them. Now I love my family to bits, and I, know, I can probably say this because not many of them will be listening to this right now, because it would change their life if they did. And, uh, and and what I noticed is that they were exhausted after 2014. Now they're going, gee, 2014 was tough. It was tough. And I reckon there'd be people listening to this call right now, MP, that would say, yeah, 2014 was tough. Mm. And just around the corner, in fact, not just around the corner, 2015 is here. And they may not have set any goals in place or have any kind of aspiration for what's going to happen in 2015. They actually don't know what's going to be different in 2015. They just know that now 2014's over, 2015 must be better. But if you're not planning for it, what are you planning to do? Planning to fail, Dave. Planning to fail. You're planning to fail. That's exactly right, MP. I was just making sure you're listening. And it's, uh, it, it's very <laughs> common. A lot of people do that, don't they? They plan... To, they actually do no planning, which in actual fact is planning to fail. Now, we talk about this all the time on The Wellness Guys. We do it every single year. We do a you know a, a vision, mission, purpose, all those sorts of things in our first podcast for the year. But MP, I want to know how we can have an exceptional life, how we can make the best of our life the rest of our life, or the rest of our life the best of our life. Now, is it possible to start it and start planning for it once the year has started? Oh, 
Oh, it's definitely possible because it's definitely in the better late than ever category, that one. Okay. Um, but this is this is my thing, Damo, is that like you say, people are exhausted from 2014. Yeah. Let's call it the it collective. Tough. A lot of people are exhausted. It's tough. Um, there are some people out there that are exhilarated. We call them the exceptionals. They've had an exhilarating 2014. But many are exhausted. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what is wrong with that is doing absolutely nothing to change it. Mm. And this is where a lot of people, again, I'm a like you, Damo, took a straw poll over the Christmas period and found that people genuinely haven't put any thought into the solution that 2015 can offer. Yeah. Yep. So there's a lot of looking back at 2014 and reflecting, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of looking forward and going, well, you know what? The best thing is that I can put all of that behind me. I can learn some valuable lessons. And I truly can make 2015 my best year ever. And I actually believe that it will be my best year ever. And this is what I'm going to do to change it. Now, neither of us are intending to sound all personal development and goal-oriented. But the thing is, if you're going to make the rest of your life the best of your life, if you're going to age well, whether you're 25, 45, 65 or 85, you have to put some time and effort into creating your future. Yes. And this is, and this is what scares me a little, that I, 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 maybe, maybe I'm deluded, but I genuinely feel that <laughs> This is a time of year to actually really look into your future. This is a time of year where you're genuinely, um, generally not working, mm-hmm. and even if you are working, you've still got public holidays and weekends where you know the mood is high. It's holiday. It's summer for most of us. Um, we've got the actual time and headspace to really think about our lives. Mm. But most people genuinely say that they're just going to carry on, like continue on. Haven't really thought about it that much. And if they do spend just a little bit of time, then that little bit of time is normally a New Year's resolution. Yes. But the New Year's resolution, it, it, often these days, people are, are wanting to be so pain-free that their New Year's resolu- resolution almost starts with like a should. You know, I should look for a new job. Or they should on themselves. Should they should on themselves. Yeah. You know, for what I do or, you know, I should you know change what I eat. It's no longer. Like, I, I haven't really felt this level of 2015, you know, I am quitting smoking, you know, or 2015, I am you know, committing to exercising five, six, seven days a week. 2015, I am committed to um, cutting this out or starting this or improving that or joining this. Like, I don't, and again, some people would be saying, well, this is, uh, the real spiritual gurus would be going, well, um, what is it? You know, what is, what, is, what is within is reflected without or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, if I'm seeing that on the outside, then I'm feeling that on the inside. But I can genuinely tell everyone listening that I am like a little kid in a candy shop at uh, this time of the year. I absolutely love um, <laughs> looking into the new year because there's so much possibility. Do. Don't you think, Damon? Like, oh, no matter yeah. how tough 2014 has been for people, mm-hmm. clean slate. There's nothing like a clean slate. Yeah. It's good to clean it. It's good to dust it down, to wipe it clean totally. But, you know, the only way you can wipe it clean totally is to acknowledge what happened the year before. You have to acknowledge it. You've got to go, okay, this is what I achieved last year. So if what you achieved was really bad, like it wasn't that good, then maybe you might be running in the wrong direction with excitement. Remember how Stu Hayes used to talk about that? You know, one of the worst things you could ever do is run with excitement in the wrong direction. And, uh, and. And so you need to acknowledge and just reflect on what happened last year. So it's always good to turn your back on things because it's easy, right? Turn your yeah. back on it. Just never want to see it again. Don't look at it. Don't acknowledge it. Don't don't see what happened. But if if the strength will come when you look at what happened last year and go, okay, 
deep breath. This is yeah. what happened. This is this is my current state of play. These are all the things that occurred. This is what was good. This is what I didn't like. And uh, and, and you need to learn from that before you set your goals for this year. Because if you set your goals for this year, 2015, and you haven't you know, acknowledged what you did or didn't do properly or right or as well as what you could have uh, in 2014, then you may actually just go and repeat that same mistake. So you've got to learn from it. It's you are so wise. You are so wise, though, mate. This is what you said you have to learn from your mistakes, call it. Yep. So many people will continue just to carry on like, in, like headless chooks just doing the same thing. But this is where the power of mistakes comes in. Like I think making mistakes is the best thing ever. Yeah. If we, if we dedicate to learning from it, if we dedicate ourselves to learning from it, if we've had hardships, what were the good things for the hardships? If we've had sickness in the family, if we've had deaths in the family, if we've had layoffs, if we've had challenges or crises of any kind, what have been the blessings in it? I, I said to someone recently, as my mum always tells us kids, and it's a Tony Robbins line, and she tells us all the time, she says, just remember, your nightmare is someone else's dream. <laughs> and she's always telling us, your nightmare is someone else's dream. So what was the, if there were any nightmares in 2014, just remember, some people would have absolutely loved your 2014. No matter how hard it was, some people would have loved it. And with that level of perspective and with that level, I suppose, of dissolving it so that it doesn't feel so intense, then we can actually get a bit of perspective. And then I think we can get some confidence to go, well, you know what? 2015 can be a darn sight better than the year before. Mm. And then can I just add there that the next step in that lesson, once you realize what the lessons were and you see where the failings were, is to find out, well, what character traits do we need to embody in 2015 that we didn't embody in 2014? Because character traits is often, for me, the big thing that we miss out in terms of setting our own agenda. Mm. Whether it's, do were we not disciplined in 2014? Was it that we said we were going to exercise five days a week and we we're going to do yoga and we're going to do yoga and, and CrossFit and we're going to go five days a week and we didn't? Well, okay, we lost the discipline. Or did we, did we lose the accountability? So were we not accountable to ourselves or others? You know, what was it in our character that we were lacking that we need to reincorporate into our life on a more regular basis so that we can then actually go out and change our life? Because if we just set the goal but we don't actually make a, a conscious effort to make a shift in our character, then nothing changes. It's just a good idea that we tell people that never actually eventuates. Wow. And you reckon I'm wise. There's yeah. some pearls there. So I, I feel like we've like we've dumped ten minutes of unbelievably great wisdom, and we could just leave it at that. But there's still more to go, Pete. There's still another ten minutes to go. Uh, you know, when you were doing your little run around and you were you know finding out from your aunties and uncles and your friends and your family what uh, what their plans were, what were you commonly getting? What were they saying? Well, there was more. Just comfort, was it a sentiment? Like- it was the sentiment of, I'll just continue doing what I'm doing. Right. And it seemed to me that there was, um, and this, is, and this is, wasn't just family, it was friends as well. It was more just that even though there had been very tough times in 2014, there didn't seem to be a real awareness or I suppose even like a desperation. Because if, if you've had really tough times, for me personally, like I would want to see the benefits of those tough times, but then I'd be keen as mustard to actually make sure that they didn't reoccur. So there's that level of objectivity to say, well, hold on a minute. Like, what did I really stuff up on? Like, what were the, what were the factors that led to that, you know, mistake, failure, event, whatever it was? Mm. 
Um, and it just seemed to be the sentiment was that there was almost like a coolness. Like, I don't want to go there because mm. if we go there, that could hurt mm. and that, that could be hard work. And that's where I say it's, it's that character trait where people really begin to fall down because people are very disciplined at, say, watching um, Games of Thrones, you know, on a weekly basis, but they're very undisciplined at exercising daily or they're very undisciplined yeah. at limiting sugar or they're very undisciplined at being nice to people. So yeah. Yeah. it's more about how do they transfer the discipline in what they're already good at whether it's arriving at appointments on time, well, how do you apply that into actually arriving to, uh, you know, something else that is a weakness, whether it's exercise or, you know, catching up with people or the rest. But it seems to be that there's an unwillingness to, to change ourselves, I suppose, or to evolve ourselves is the way that you would normally term it, Damo, to actually evolve in a way that allows us to, to get the best out of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I see. I hear what you're saying. And uh, definitely... I, I also felt that sentiment. I also felt that sentiment. But on the flip side of it, um, I know of some people, some great people who are aging very well, who are turning over new chapters in their life. And I'd like to sing the praises. You know my mate Ken. I keep talking about my mate Ken. Yeah. Yeah, oldest practice member in my practice. Yeah. 90, must be 92 this year, I think. Maybe 91, 92. I think you gave him 93 the other time I spoke. Did I? So maybe he's 93. He's in his 90s. <laughs> See, he's 90s. I don't want to add extra years to him because, you know, I feel oh, he like... He wouldn't care. He wouldn't care. Well, I feel like I'm, you know, praising him a little bit too much. You know? <laughs> he's... Anyway, he decided that it's time for the next chapter in his life. Did I tell you this? No. Uh, I don't know, but tell me anyway because I'm sure it will be enlightening. Well, he's decided that the next chapter in his life is that he needs to move. So he's got oh, this ripper yes, place. Yes, tell me, yes. He's decided he's going to sell it. So he's going to sell his place. And then he's going to move to Colac. Uh, in the country of Victoria, to be closer to his daughter. Yes. Now, many people at the age of 90-odd would say, oh, you know, enough's enough. I'm just, it's time for me to quieten down and, you know, take it easy. Um, I've been doing what I've been doing for 50 years and it works, so I'll just keep on doing that same old, same old. Well, he's felt that there's more to what he's got to offer. And, he's, still uh, he's still got growth. He's still got growth. He's still growing. Still growth. He's still growing. And and that would mean that he's a long way from leaving this planet because he's still engaged. He's still got motivation. Still got inspiration. Still got purpose. He's got all those sorts of things going on, and uh, and that's what he's doing. Likewise, likewise with my my grandfather, he had a little bit of surgery the other day to lift his eyelids up because they dropped down a little bit too far. He uh-huh. had he had a facelift. I like to call it. Not that he did, but he gets a bit upset when I call it when I say that. But he had to get his eyelids, you know, brought back up because they were drooping and uh, he, he's getting very dry eyes. It was very uncomfortable. He's had to get cataracts, you know, sorted out and all those sorts of things, which is these are the miracles of, of modern medicine. It's great that they can do that sort of stuff because, you know, it, it, some, for, some, for some reason, gravity tends to take its toll on, on all of us. Yeah. And, uh, and fortunately, in this case, it can help him out. But... He could have just sat by idly, like his uh, his auntie who lived a hundred and one, and uh, and she could have just and she did just you know kind of wasted away and and not much happened and she sat in her chair all day and fell asleep in her chair and woke up in her chair in the morning and sat in her chair all day same deal like over and over and over again Groundhog Day he could do the same but he's decided it's time to do something different so he's going to get his eyes fixed up get all that going he's still keen to keep on walking he walks every single day gets out amongst it goes and visits people every single day calls people every single day because he wants to maintain his engagement his purpose and his his motivation inspiration that this is inspiring this is what i mean right okay so let me give you the flip side can i give you the flip side yeah flip it boxing day yeah the reason why i didn't come over to your place 
was because we went to visit Sarah's grandmother. Oh, yeah. In Mornington. Yep. At a nursing home. Oh, right. 89 years of age. Okay. Been in there for a year. Mm-hmm. Was walking. Wasn't walking all that well when she went in, but is in a wheelchair now. Right. Uh, because there's no culture of mm. regular movements mm. in this home. There's no culture of the wellness lifestyle. Um, and look, she was not flying by any means when she went in. Um, but what astounds me is that you know you spend half an hour in a in a home, and most of our listeners here would have spent, I imagine, a half an hour in a nursing home. And it is uh, to say it's inspiring would just be so incredibly wrong because you don't feel inspired when you no. go in there. No. Um, you feel um, that there's a side of life that you've been shielded from mm. that you almost wish you could turn a blind eye to, yeah. but you can't because it's ugly. It's looking at the quality of life of some people, particularly in their latter years. Um, it's heartbreaking and it's also disturbing. And it's disturbing for me as a 33-year-old, so much so to be resolute in the fact that I will never, ever, 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 ever let myself get to that point because there's no quality in the quantity of life. Mm, Just yep. sitting around, I mean... You but know, you don't have to sit around. You can go to a nursing home and still have an amazing experience. Yeah, but you have to fight the culture. That's yeah, the thing. I see. That's, that's, I hear the, what that's the part that Gotta I find the is... Culture. The tricky part is fighting... You know, I, I saw a lady with dementia fighting the culture. She yeah. would walk five metres one way and five metres the other way. Five <laughs> metres one way and five metres the other way. But how how awesome, like, you know, I can't call that awesome. I was like, how awesome was it? Well, good on her for walking. Yes. But there wasn't much quality there. No. And this is where I listened to, to Ken and I'm like, he's a couple of years older than Sarah's grandmother. He's relocating of his own choice. Yeah. He's... Fiercely independent, which I love. Yeah. And he hasn't put the red flag up and said, I'm just going to wait for the heart to stop beating. That's right. He is moving on with intensity, like yeah. with the intensity of a 25-year-old. Yeah. Yes. You know, and this is, this is what, no matter what our age is, we have to push on with enthusiasm and, and intensity because if we don't, the alternative sucks. Yeah. And all we have to do is walk into a nursing home. If you want to, like, get a jolt for your 2015, literally go into a nursing home <laughs> and we'll just walk around and give yourself a jolt and go, oh, my gosh, if I just, if I were to end up in this place, like, what would the end of my life be like? And it's just not pretty. Yeah. No, it's not great, is it? And so what, what people need for 2015, it is, they need a rocket up there, you know where, to actually go, hold on a minute, like, if I'm going to make the rest of my life the best of my life, I have to act with some level of intensity, some level of urgency, some level of if I got hit by a bus tomorrow, like did I give it my all? Because the average status quo, which again was these Christmas sentiment, which is most people, people that we love. So it's not personal. It's people that we love. But the average status quo is that we just continue on. And that's because we've been taught that it's okay. And that's why we do 100 Not Out Day Homes, because that, it's not okay. It's not okay. It's not fair enough, and it's not just good enough. It's, you've got to be uh, striving for better, striving for bigger things. And uh, and I love that. And I love that we've just done an episode on that, MP, because there's many people out there wondering what's next. And maybe they need a bit of a jolt. Maybe they need a bit of a bolt. And, uh, and they might just rock on down to visit their grandmother or a friend's grandmother or a family member that's in a nursing home. Say hello. Maybe... 
that will brighten that person's day and it will give that person who's visiting a bit of a jolt just to go, hang on a second, that's not what I want for the rest of my life. I've got to get some inspiration, motivation and purpose. Get moving and, uh, and make a difference, make some changes. And now I'm going to be completely biased Okay. and say if you're listening to this and you know you need a jolt, the wellness breakthrough, I hadn't thought about this when we, when we scheduled it, Damo, but the breakthrough is the perfect time of year for that jolting because my view is anyone with a New Year's resolution who's going well yeah. faces their first big hurdle come Australia Day. Yeah, it's true. Where they've got a, where they've got a public holiday and they've got beer and sausages. <laughs> and, and lamb. And lamb. Not that it's a bad thing, but we want lamb. That's it. Hmm. And um, that's when people falter. Now, the wellness breakthrough is February 6 to 8, which I think is ideally placed to catapult people into a magnificent 2015 and a magnificent life. But I mean, with yourself, Cindy O'Meara, Joe Witten, Kim Morrison, Karen Smith, you know, Bretto, LT, Stuart Hayes, you. myself, um, it's going to be one hell of a ride. And if anyone that is listening really wants 2015 to be absolutely sensational then i think uh, a couple of nights and three days in the dandenong ranges is is perfectly placed um now if that doesn't work for people then i am actually doing an event for the wellness couch on thursday the 5th of feb details are at thewellnesscouch.com and um, people can have a look at that as well but again if you really want to immerse and really come out of a, a two night three day retreat with clarity and almost like a blueprint for your life then the wellness breakthrough is the place to be Mm. in my humble opinion (laughs) well i agree i was actually just talking the other day about organizing the food so and i know what the food's going to be it's looking amazing so that's just another little thing if you're into food and you wanted to know whether or not it's going to be any good it's going to be amazing we're feeding people paddle pops magnums cocoa pops (laughs) uh, nutri-grain we've got uh, processed muffins for morning tea yes we've got chocolate milkshakes for afternoon tea yeah uh fish and chips and beer for dinner yeah um cigarettes i think and a stock of coke afterwards and um chocolate cake don't forget the chocolate chocolate cake Mm -hmm. yeah midnight snack all that And All of that and more at the wellness program. But it's going to be nut-free because of people with allergies, right? Don't worry about yeah, that. that's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, we we're go. getting cheeky. We better go yeah. before we upset some people. Yes. Damo, I have loved this episode of 100 Not Out. As always, thank you for your wisdom, great man. It's great. Thanks, MP. Well done. I, I just love it. It's good to be back in 2015, or not back in but back and in 2015. It's going to be big. Yeah, it's going to be massive. Remember, folks, we would always love to hear your feedback. There are many ways to provide it. We'd love you to go to the website at thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 not out. Also, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash 100 not out, all letters. Also, if you've liked the episode, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and check out thewellnesscouch.com where you can view the entire range of wellness podcasts. We have nine on the station, on the network, uh, and don't forget the number one show, The Wellness Guys. And as always, until next week, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Hey, and just before we go, MP, yes, I know that we just closed off, but yes, you're going to do a special function for everybody in Melbourne the weekend. Yeah, yeah I, I said that. Oh, did you? Well, maybe I'll drift it off. I said it briefly. Yes, February 5, <laughs> uh, Thursday night, February 5, 7 till 9. Uh, for all the details, go to thewellnesscouch.com and... Um, and uh, yeah, it will be, be be a snapshot of what we're doing at the breakthrough, but uh, a couple of hours of really kickstarting 2015. I'll be there. You'll be there. Yeah. Oh, will you? That'd yeah. Be great. I'm gonna come. Nice work. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. See you next week. See you. Bye bye bye, bye. 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 Bye.
Hi, it's Damien Christoph here. 2015 marks perhaps the most important event the Wellness Couch has ever conducted. We've had two sold out wellness summits these last years, but honestly, nothing will come close to our first ever wellness breakthrough. Your favourite Wellness Couch experts, the Up For A Chat girls, Quirky Cooking's Joe Whitten, Stu Hayes, Marcus Pierce, and of course the Wellness Guys are all gathering in Dandong Ranges for three days and two nights for one incredible event. If you want possibly the greatest peer group in health and wellness to help you catapult your life to the next level, then we'd love to see you at the Wellness Breakthrough in February. For more information, go to www.thewellnesscouch.com. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.